welcome back to Humor Me Podcast with Ashley and Travis. We're excited to have you back today. <laughs> We're on episode seven, you guys. Why are you laughing so much right now? It's that voice. <laughs> I will never get used to it. Bob Barker, seven, I'll never get used seven to the voice. episodes in, she's still talking about my voice. It's good. It's radio voice. It's good. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome. Okay, yeah, you never do that one then. If I'm never going to do my voice. Can you do yours way <laughs> All right, you guys. <clears throat> Welcome back to episode seven. We've got some fun stuff in store for you. I think uh, our main featured content today is something that all of you are going to thoroughly enjoy. We know because it's going to make us both look like idiots. Yay. We're not going to tell it what it is yet or tell them what it is. Okay. First, as per usual, we have got our weekly walk of shame. What's our weekly walk of shame this week, Ash? I was a freshman. I was at my first JV football game. Go on. Feeling cute, right? Feeling so cute. I had a high ponytail. I had a big, big, big bow in my hair. The bigger the bow, the closer to God. (laughs) Something like that. She's a cheerleader. That's why she was in distress with a big bow. And so I go put my stuff by the bleachers. Little did I know, I put my duffel bag on a whole crowd of bees. And by bees, I mean wasps. All of a sudden, I see a swarm. And I'm not joking, you guys. This is not an over-exaggeration. This is not an Andy Bernard moment. This is a for real swarm of bees. And I'm like, oh, no. So I turn around and I start running, running down the track where we cheer. Luckily, it was before the game started. And I get attacked on the air, behind the air. I had seven stings. All over your head? Yes. My ear. So I don't tell anyone because I'm just like. Did no one see it? No, I was the first one there. Oh, you got there before everyone. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. So I people start showing up and they're. I was just not going to say anything. Yeah. My ear is throbbing. You know. Oh, yeah. The feeling. Like throbbing. Yeah, look and at my upper inner thigh right now. Okay, that's he got stung by a wasp. That at least two months ago. I I'm convinced it was a murder hornet. I have picture proof. He's talked about it every day since you guys. He's like, and you guys haven't heard it yet, so I'm gonna tell it. But go ahead. He's like, you just had a baby. Well, guess what? (laughs) I just got stung by a bee. Okay, keep going. Then I'll tell mine. So finally, you tell me yours. I'll tell you mine. One of the cheerleaders on my team is like. What happened to your ear? And I was like, what? Hmm? She said what? Because she couldn't hear out of it. (laughs) It was so swollen. I couldn't hear out of it. So I feel it and it is just ginormous. It's so hot to the touch. And I was like, I got attacked by bees. And she's like, when? I'm like, about five minutes ago on the track here. (laughs) (laughs) So did you move your bag? Did you get your bag moved? No, I didn't go back over there. So how'd you get your bag? So I'll tell you how I got my bag. Let's hear it. The We're track. Dying to hear the it. The track coach walked by, Coach Allen. Yeah. Shout out to you. Grabbed it for me. And I went home and I took Benadryl. And I was so drowsy that first game. So tired. But I had like an allergic reaction with so much like venom in my ear. Okay. Now you can relate. Finally, I'm glad she told me this story because she's been making fun of my leg for the past month. I'll tell you what happened to my leg. First of all, I picked up this new sport this year thinking it was going to be mild. There'd be no injuries. There was no risk. Just easy Let going. Let me tell what it is. Okay. <clears throat> Dick golf. What is that? <laughs> What? We're not going to have a repeat that. <laughs> it's called disc golf. Thank you. She's missing the S there. 
And it's basically, first of all, it's cringy when people say this. Please never call it Frisbee golf. Frisbee is a brand. That's like saying it's a Nike basketball. It's just a basketball. Well, not only that, a Frisbee is not anywhere near the same thing as a disc that you throw for disc golf. It's not. So It's the same shape. It's the same. I I take up this new sport with a buddy of mine, okay? This is my buddy that we talked about the other episode, which I actually know he's listening now because he said he subscribed to our podcast. Wait, has he heard? I don't know if he's heard that story. I got to check with him. Okay. So this is my buddy that rolled his ankle with his brand new high tops, okay? His brand new high top hiking boots. The ones that have optimal... Optimal ankle support. And he destroyed, demolished his ankle the first time he used them. In fact, I don't think he's ever used those since... Let's go look on Facebook Marketplace and see if they're for Oh, sale. yeah, for sure. So this is, I think this sport is going to be the most mild, easygoing, right? Because it like, it attracts all the, you know, potheads in the areas that love to just chill. Chill. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a great sport for Corona because it's outdoors. You can social distance. You've got. It's free after it's, you've bought the stuff. Yeah, it's free. It's close. <clears throat> so by all accounts, this is a great idea. Well, my buddy breaks his ankle about that. Like next time I slip off, there's like a concrete pad that you, you do your first shot off of like golf. You know how you have your tee. So I throw my first shot and I spin around. I slip off my, my heel slips off the concrete pad into the dirt and I land on my wrist and gash my wrist open. You see that? Right there, baby. Battle wound. Okay. He's burping into the yeah. microphone. It's <laughs> not a big burp. <laughs> so, and then this is the time. <clears throat> so my buddy and I, ankle breaker, he and I are about to do our shots. And I go and I go to throw. And right before I throw, I am like, holy shiz, something just bit my thigh. And I'm like, oh, and I start like running and all of a sudden I get bit again. And I'm like, that was like a bee sting or something. And I'm like, oh, it's a freaking bee. And my buddy starts laughing, ankle ankle breaker. And all of a sudden he gets stung too on his ankle. Could have been the same one for all I know. And so he, we're both just like jumping up and down like idiots in the woods and I look down and all of a sudden I see the bee butt hanging out of my shorts. So I grab that mother trucker and I fling him out and there was a big wasp that was stuck up my shorts. So it stung me twice, but this is the, this is the best part, okay? The first sting, it, oh, that sucker got me. There was a bruise about the size of, what would you call that? The size of Texas. Okay, about the size of, I would say a cucumber going down my leg. Do you remember that bruise? I would say like a a small cucumber. A large cucumber. No. When it was all over my leg. It was probably okay. the size mm. of Trav's full mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. About the sum, size of someone giving you a straight turkey to the thigh. And you know what they say about small hands, because Trav has small hands. Big egos. <laughs> that was a good one so anyway all i can say is disc golf you got to come prepared because there's a lot of hidden dangers in them woods that's the point of the story so that's how did that turn into our walk of shame oh because you were embarrassed bees by the bees yeah that was a tangent anyways moving on to our next segment which is Eat my words? Yeah, eat my words. (laughs) Some with words. I can't remember what it was. Eat my words. Eat my words. What's our eat my words moment of the week? I did not know it was called. Ashley has an unlimited supply of these, by the way. So continue. I did not know it was called out of body experience. What did you think it was? Outer body. So you have inner body. (laughs) And you have outer body. I mean, at least it's somewhat close. At least it wasn't like powder body or something. 
No, it was just outer body. Outer so like, body. So what's inner? Stu- what's inner body? What's outer body? Like a stomach ache, inner body. Oh my god. Bee sting. Outer body. Outer body. <laughs> I'm like, well, that was an outer body experience. Those bees. <laughs> and when you first learned about outer body, how often did you use it? Oh, I used it all the time. <laughs> Of course you did. I used it all the time. Well, that was an outer body experience. Bloody nose, outer body. Oh like, my how's gosh. that for an outer body experience? Blood all over your shirt. What would you call diarrhea? Ooh, that's an inner outer. That's an inner outer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say inner on the stomach ache, outer on the diarrhea. <laughs> Same thing with throw up? Yeah, inner on the stomach ache. Vomiting. Yeah. Outer on the upchuck. Mm-hmm. Boogers? Ooh. That's not really... That's a funny thing. It's experiences. <laughs> outer outer body experience. So, I mean, yeah, you have an experience by picking your booger and getting it on your finger. <laughs> Just hit the mic. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh, you guys. But those ones like throw up and dinerina, those are hard to... Dinerina? <laughs> Those are both. Never a dull moment with this girl. I will tell you that. I'll tell you that much. As you know, which is why you're listening. Oh, okay, that's the weekly eat my words. Okay. Outer body experience. Yep. Look it up. <laughs> Let's get into our featured content of the week. So featured content this week is our, our dating love story. history. Oh, okay. Love story. I like that better. Our love story. And let me tell you, it's a doozy. <sighs> this takes a lot of emotional energy to go through this shiz storm. Okay. So are we just going to start unpacking? I'm just going to take over a section and then you cut me off when I'm tangenting. Is that yeah. the word? Tangenting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about this real quick. What? In two sentences, where were you at in life? Then I'll do the same, just to set the stage. The first time you reached out? Yes. I was newly separated from my then husband. Two weeks separated. Yes. And I was a 30-year-old... Virgin. (laughs) The poor guy. I was... (laughs) I wasn't a virgin. My parents, <laughs> my parents already know this, so I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, I was 30 years old. I was a bachelor and deep, well within my veteran status of, of dating. Keep going. Yeah, he was he was very, very, very single. And very experienced in dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he was immature. He was just running around a few months before that painted gold for his birthday at a house. It was my dirty 30. He was painted gold like a golden goddess. Okay. Well, male version. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we did have a Greek party, me and a friend of mine, because we both had our golden birthdays that year and our birthdays are like a couple days apart. So we had a golden Greek party and it's pretty good. I love that for you. Thanks. Anyways. So getting into our dating story, you kick it off. Okay. I. (laughs) Trav's having an outer body experience right now. (laughs) It It wasn't inner. Now it's an outer. (laughs) It was that Diderita. Ooh. Ooh. Trav, is it bad? Keep going. Okay. So I was newly separated from my then husband. And I was just on Instagram with my little Kel. He was two years old. Cutest little thing. Mm -hmm. And we were doing, he loved doing filters. He still does. He loves doing filters. And so there's this like raccoon filter. And I go to my DMs because, you know, it's usually just like my mom commenting like, 
Oh, cute, Kellen. Not my proudest moment coming up. And I look and I see uh, one in my request. And I was like, oh, okay. So I look at it and it's from Skinnyx or something. Skinnyx. And I was like, never heard of him. Okay, keep going. And I open it up. You're rambling. I open it up. Filter game on point, girl. And I was like... Okay, did I really say that? It was something like point or filter game strong or filter game on point. Oh, you guys, I'm an idiot. And so... I'm such an idiot. I just went ahead and deleted that first one. I just acted like that never existed. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's I didn't funny. respond. Good for you, honestly. And then... Well, I was still <clears throat> married. And there was all the pictures of my whole family, like... I still looked very married by my profile. This is what's wild. Like, I'd never reached out to a married woman. Which I think we've gone into this on an episode. So we won't take. Too oh much yeah, we won't go this. too far. But just so you know, like, that wasn't my thing. Had I seen that she was married, he apparently I did not do my due diligence. Because had I seen those, I would not have even messaged. So yeah. anyway, keep going. So then I think I told you guys I waxed my nose. He reached out again. Was like, does it hurt? And I was like. No, not too bad. Like, I didn't want to be rude and just, like, keep ignoring him. And then he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Just keep going. Keep going. Okay. He needs to sneeze. I missed it. Good. Uh. No one likes it when you sneeze on here. Okay, well, keep going. (laughs) Keeping y'all on your toes. Anyways, so, um, and he's like, does it hurt? And I was like, no, not really. And he's like... I've been really wanting to get mine done. And I'm like, yeah, you should go get it done. Not catching on, like I said in the previous episode. And he was like, well, would you do it for me? And then I was like, oh, wait, I think, is he flirting? He was. (laughs) So he's really good at flirting. You're getting way too in the deep woods of this. (laughs) Okay. This is going to take 10 hours. Okay. Okay, So anyways. Skip forward about mm, 20,000 messages. Okay. So 20,000 messages. He asks me like about, I tell him like I'm newly separated. I am not in a spot that I can like be hanging out with other people. Like I'm still married, not interested in whatever you're trying to be interested in. And I respected that. Yeah, you did. And we actually ended up being really good friends, like just through messaging, like I, I shared, yeah, really. I shared a lot about my life. She shared a lot about hers and, and she got you- really deep one message, like really deep about just like what she was going through and what happened. He ghosted me. That was my first experience with ghosting. And he didn't know, like he feels so bad now. Yes. But it was the first person I'd opened up to about like what I'd been going through and where I was at, like being a single mom and just life. And I like laid it all out. And I didn't message her back. And I saw that he saw it and never responded. And then I also saw that he stopped following me on Instagram. And I was like, and so I I reached out to him and I was just like, hey, like, I'm not trying to be weird or anything, but, like, can you let me know what part of that message scared you away so I won't say that for future reference? For future reference. And he's like, no, I'm so sorry. I actually reconnected with an old girlfriend and started dating her and blah, 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 and I was devastated. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Because, like, I didn't want Travis as a, a boyfriend at that point. I just wanted, like, I just liked having a friend to talk to. Like, we had never even met in person. Like, I just, like, liked having, like, How's your day going? How are you feeling? Like he was like literally my therapist and it was kind of nice. And I loved it too. I loved the chatting, but when I started dating someone, obviously. So that's, that goes to show you how Travis, like he was never com- trying to come on to a married woman. Thank you. You're welcome. So <clears throat> after that, I ended up dating this girl for a little bit, a few months. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up breaking things off and I... Ashley popped back into my head and I was like, man, I wonder how she's doing. Cause first I missed talking to her. Second of all, I hope she's doing okay. And so then what I th- did, I just reach out again. Yeah. You reached out and you're like, Hey, things ended up not working out. I would love to like take you out when everything is finalized. And I was like, okay, I'm going to expedite this crap. Well, yeah. Cause had you filed it at that point? Yeah. But so, it takes like 60 days, so I went and expedited it, so it was 30 days. 
So this is the yeah, <laughs> this is the funny part is like she she really did expedite it so that we could kind of get to know each other a little bit better. But yeah, we just didn't feel right about doing anything. Yeah, we just wanted to be respectful to the process, you yeah. know. So we ended up waiting until everything was final and then we met up. After it was final, then we went out. I lied and I said that I was in the Lehigh area. Oh yeah. Which I was not. I lived in West Jordan at the time. And Kellen was with his dad and I was just like really feeling like lonely. And I was like, hey, I'm in Lehigh, like dropping off something to one of my friends. What are you doing? And he's like, I'm in Lehigh too. And I'm like, well, yeah, you live there. (laughs) I was all grungy and nasty and I was like getting ready to sell my truck and I just bought this little beater truck to get by. Because this is right when I started my dealership. No. It was right before I started my dealership, actually. But I knew I was going to, which is why I got ready to sell my truck. Yeah. So I have this like beater little truck and I promise this comes into play. And I'm like nasty, grungy, grungy, probably smelling like, you know, Satan's beehole again. Mm -hmm. And Ashley conveniently is in Lehigh and I tell her to meet up, you know, where I'm at, just cleaning my truck. And I see her for the first time and you guys, it was, she was stunning. Oh, that's really sweet. She was so beautiful. And for any of you that have been, I know we've gone over this many times, the online dating thing. For any of you who have like seen people online and then you meet them in person, I'm not going to lie. 95% of the time it's a disappointment because whatever filters or angles or whatever they've done, they're just usually not what they quite seem. Not quite what they seem. Mm -hmm. Ashley was so far beyond beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is stunning. So she came over and gave me a big hug first thing right off the bat, right? Mm -hmm. And then we just sat in my little ghetto truck. And just talked. And we just talked for like an hour. And she told me how like my truck smelled like her grandpa's truck. is like that oily smell Mm -hmm. and she loved it. Because I was a little embarrassed. Like I had this really nice truck and then I went to this beater truck. And I remember, like, it was just such a breath of fresh air. I was like, wow, this girl is just real. She's really down to earth. And then what was, what was the, uh, what did we do on that first date besides talking that truck? We went over to Maverick. Our first date was a walk and handhold over to. No, it wasn't a a handhold. No, he had me hold on like we were in prom. What? He had me wrap my hand around his bicep. And remember, you're like, I was like, I felt like you were just like wanting me to touch your muscle or something. And you're like, oh my gosh, I did that so much. I did not yeah, mean. I did that all the time during dating because I thought it was like a gentleman-like gesture. <laughs> I didn't realize it was so embarrassing. So guys never do that. Apparently it sends the wrong signal. I was like, why? Like, I'd rather you just hold my hand. Why am I... Why I don't know, maybe my hands were dirty. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, <clears throat> we just walked over to this Maverick, got a little drink and walked back. That was like our whole date. It was like... And he said on that date, it was so weird, on that date... It was weird. On the way back from Maverick, he's like, you and I are probably going to be like the grandparents that still slap each other's butts and our grandkids are going to get grossed out. And I was like, I'd like that. Yeah, it was kind of funny. And then I usually wouldn't talk futuristic like that on a first date. date. That's like very dangerous to do. So anyways, this is where the roller coaster started. Yeah, happening. so that was the start of the Colossus at Lagoon. You know, the loop-de-loops, the turns. More like the Tower of Terror. More like the Wild Mouse. More like, yeah, that's true. More like the Wild Mouse. Yeah, that's really true. About throwing up and getting thrown out of the side. Yep, on both. Both sides, mm-hmm. yeah, both ends. So... It started with the chase, which was me. I was chasing him so hard. I felt like it was love at first sight for me. I really did. I was like, oh, he's he's loving this. He's relishing in this. I just grabbed her head right out. I love it. Okay, keep going. I just like the way he interacted with me, the way he made me feel, the way he looked, obviously. Thank you. It was all love at first sight. Thank you. And, and this is this is the hard part. I had been single for so many years, right? Never been married, 30 years old. Oop, keep bumping the mic. And 
I just thought at that point, like I'd had so many failed relationships is like, this is just too good to be true. Like, yeah, I know she wants to date, but I've rushed into things so many times before and it's never turned out well. Like, I just want to play this smart and like, let's take it slow and let's not be exclusive right off the bat. That was my mindset. Mm -hmm. And mine was like, I am pursuing him because he is like my dream. He's everything I want. He's like, it took a couple months for him to meet Kellen, but once he did, I was like, he's so good with Kellen. But anyways, all those things. So when... So she kept trying to have the DTR with me. Yeah. Every, every date. Every Let's just date. jump into this. Every date, she's trying the DTR, which means to find the relationship. She is trying to DTR me every time. And by like the third one, I'm like, Ashley. He was getting pissed. I'm like, do we have to freaking talk about this every date? Like, why can't we just go on a date, have a good time? We know it's going well. And that's that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I was like, tell me how you feel about me. <laughs> Good? Elaborate. What does that mean? It was a lot of deep. But this heavy is the this is the sad part about it. I was so insecure. She I was. was so insecure that I had to have him like spell everything out for me so I could make sure like we were on the same page. She was very insecure, honestly. I came to him very broken. She did. One thing that I love to see now is the transformation of the woman that she was and what she's, she is now. Like she's always been like strong-willed and she's always had these great qualities, but like she would constantly question the way she talked, the things that she said, the, like all these things that you could just tell her confidence was not there. And now she is a powerhouse. And, and I, I still say things wrong, and now I just embrace it. I'm and like, she embraces it. And honestly, whatever. most of the time, 99% of the time, she says things the correct way, and she doesn't question it anymore. And I love it. Yeah. So anyways, that's why I would do that. And I didn't realize how annoying that was because I had been so, like, Travis was, like, the first person that I, like, actually dated. Yeah. She she went out, went out on other dates. Yeah. And, like, during this you first You know, part, napkin hands. <clears throat> <laughs> during these first few months i told her i was like hey keep going out with other people because i'm gonna date around two i'm not ready to be exclusive which hurt my feelings she was so mad and she went out and dated and i did not and then she was even more mad because she was going out on dates with guys that she didn't even want to go out with yeah that and is bullcrap i wasn't going out with anyone because i did want to date her but i just wasn't ready to be exclusive yeah or i'd be on a date and he'd be like hey, come over. And then like, you told me you had a date. And he's like, yeah, I canceled. And I'm like, well, now I'm on a date I don't want to be on. So I hate you. I'm going to tell you what. I was a complete fool during these first four months, I would say. And I kept, it was like kind of, it was some leading on and then backing off and leading on and backing off. And it, it wasn't intentional. I was just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, but I kept like having this hesitancy and I wasn't sure why. And then we talk about the turning point. July 24th. The 24th of July. We were watching the fireworks with Kellen. So at this point they had met. Yeah. And we were watching and they'd hung out probably two or three times yeah. at this point with Kel uh, and Trav. And so we were in the back of Trav's big truck and we were watching the fireworks. Yep. And, and it was like picture perfect. It was so like perfect. The fireworks going off in the background. We're laughing, having a great time in the bed of the truck, the three of us. And Kel rolls over to Trav. And Kellen, oh if gosh. you know Kellen personally, he is very, not cold, but kind of. He's kind of just like reserved until he gets to know you. And so he was reserved the first couple times with you. And yeah. then uh, that night he just rolled over to Trav, like on Tra Trav's chest. And he's like, Trav, you're my best buddy. I love you. It melted my heart. Even thinking about it right now, like, really does get me a little emotional. <clears throat> it was the first time that he said that he loved me, and I love that little boy so much. And I'm so glad he is my little boy now. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I know. But at the time, I was terrified for any person that's dated a single mo mother or father. The second the kids get involved, it gets really real. 
right? Mm-hmm. And it gets scary because you... Don't want to hurt an innocent child. Yeah, like they're so innocent. They have nothing to do with it. And then you can really crush them. Mm-hmm. And that scared me so bad. And so on the drive home, I remember this. <clears throat> Ashley and I like never have a dull moment. That it's we... very rare that we have silence because mm-hmm. Ashley can't keep her mouth shut and I can't either. <laughs> That's true. And it's I the can. best. <laughs> but we're on, we're on the way home after this like right after and it is dead silent the whole drive and trav was gonna like come in and like watch a movie with us or something yeah like the night wasn't over we're gonna keep hanging out and it's dead silent so what were you thinking in that on the car ride i just remember thinking i'm not a hundred percent positive yet and i cannot break this little boy's heart i can't do it Mm -hmm. like i had gotten out of a relationship you know a year prior or so where you know, is a girl that had two kids and I didn't even get to say goodbye to him. Like it ended and I didn't even get to say goodbye. So for all they knew, like I just didn't want to see him again and it had nothing to do with them. And so I was just thinking of that moment and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't break this kid's heart. Like mm-hmm. he is so innocent and I do not want to do this to him. And so I thought, this was my my thought process. I would rather end it now, something that could potentially be good because there's a chance that it wouldn't be good and that I would break his heart later. And I'd rather end it now and not break his heart rather than break his heart later. That's what I was feeling on the way home too. I was just like, Trav has never on one of my 15 million DTRs has never committed to me. <laughs> so get the F out. Yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was a serious moment. Like I was like, if you guys know me and my little baby's relationship, Kel Kel's, he is my everything. Yes. He is my everything. He's my saving grace. Mama bear comes out. Yeah. And so as as anyone, but Ashley's been through like a lot with a him. lot of stuff with him and he's he's been like her light, basically. Yeah. So we get back, drop you two off. I go get Kellen in bed. Remember? And then I think he fell asleep in the car, so yeah, I just took so, him up yeah. to bed. Yeah. So we're talking, and didn't was it right then, or was it the next day? No, it was right then, because you were going to come <clears> in to watch a movie, yeah, and you came right. in, and you're like, I can't stay. And yeah. I was like, yeah. And you're like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not all in, and I was just like, okay. And I was like, obviously devastated. But at this point, it had been so much wishy-washy with him Yeah. that yeah, I was I just like, I'm done. I'm done with this. And I told him, there's going to come a point... And I'm like this. I don't know like why this is my personality, but there comes a point when I get burned so many times by the same person that I put a major wall up bigger than the ones Trump wants to build. And there's no... There's no tearing it down. No like I just, through. I can't reverse it. Like I can, <clears throat> I can be cordial. I can be kind. I just can never get to that like vulnerable place with that person ever again. Yep. And so I told him, I said, Travis, I'm just letting you know, like, this isn't a threat. I'm just telling you this is how I am. And he's like, okay. And this is like weeks earlier or weeks prior to that. And then, so we ended things that night. Yep. And the next day, you're going to forget this part. I woke up to a big, long text from him. Like, I miss my best friend. Because we really were like best friends. That's the thing that sucked. Yeah. Like, we were such good friends before we started like trying things that like i was like this sucks because ashley like, helped me get my business open like she helped me do everything to get my dealership open i was talking to her about getting her business open which is now the one that business. we have yeah and so we were really intertwined yeah we really were and so the next day i go to costco and to my surprise my wallet is not in my purse and I'm like, no, because the day before on the 24th, we went to this like market and I left my wallet in Trav's backpack. And I was like, no, 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 no. Anything else? A pair of sunglasses would have not even brought it up. Uh, chapstick, nothing. My freaking wallet. And I can feel for you because I still remember this time that I dated this girl and I left my swimsuit and it was my favorite one. And I was pissed because she wouldn't give it back. Mm. And I never got that swimsuit back. And I was so mad. That is so weird. So I am just, I feel for you. I feel you. So cutie, our baby's waking up. Anyway, so I reach out to him and I'm just like, didn't even acknowledge like that he misses me. I just like, hey, left my wallet in your bag. Can I come grab it or something? And you were like, he was just being so overly nice. Like, he's like, I'm so sorry. She's rolling her eyes as she's saying this. (laughs) 
I, I'll bring it right now. I can leave work. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. So I had been crying like all that night, all the next morning. And he comes to my house and I'm just like wearing scroungy clothes. She looked beautiful. No makeup. She looked incredible. Just like that first night. And he comes to the door with a big freaking bouquet of roses. No, oh, just flowers. She like was beautiful so flowers. She was so pissed. And a card. And I could tell that he had been crying. I had been. And he brought me my wallet and I, he like gave me a hug. Yep. And went to his car and then I ran upstairs like any good girl does. <coughs> and I peeped out the window like a peeping Tom that I am. And he <laughs> sobbed. You guys, I'm not joking. He sobbed and sobbed over his steering wheel. I actually love that you did that because you know how hurt you are. You were. know that it was hard, authentic. Like, you know that I was actually having a hard time. And it then, was one of the most difficult breakups I've ever had. And it was weird because we had never actually been official. <laughs> like, that was the weird part. Like, I brought her flowers and stuff, and we had never but we even were so actually bonded. It was weird. Yeah, it was. Ow. You keep doing that. Gosh, dang. Anyway, so <clears throat> then a couple days later, oh, I read the card. First of all, I read the card and it's just like, I'm so sorry. This is so hard. Um, but like, I think this is the right thing to do. And I was just so mad. I was like, she was so mad. I went and I ripped up the card and I threw the flowers straight in the garbage. Like I couldn't look at them. It was, it was just like, it hurt to look at. So I was just like, I'm just getting rid of them. So I threw them away. And then two days later, he's like, I feel like you're being a little bit offish with me. And I'm like, wow, Albert, you really, you're really smart. <laughs> you are. And then he's like, well, I'm at this party in Alpine. Like, and I, you know, a lot of people here. You should totally come and just like Let take me... your mind off things. Okay. I'm trying to. Cut. <laughs> Cut. What? Transfer to me. Okay. Transfer. I'll take, I'll take over from here and tag her out for a minute. <laughs> She's going off in wild rage. This is what happens. You know how you, the cliche saying, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Mm -hmm. The second she was gone, and by the second I would say it took about 36 hours. Like obviously it was emotional. I knew it was hurtful. But 36 hours after that moment of me dropping those flowers off, I knew I was in love with this girl and I had never been in love with a girl before. And that's going to be kind of shocking to some people because I was engaged once. But I will say, I never knew what true love felt like until Ashley. I never felt it before. And I know that because of the feeling. Like I, I, it was something I'd never experienced. He started so, getting crazy. You guys know the crazy, oh yeah. the crazy oh, love. We'll, we'll get into the crazy okay. part. Okay. So, but let me just say this. So like 48 hours, right? that 36 hour mark, I have the aha moment. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. What have I done? I had the perfect thing. She's been here my, this whole time. Like this whole year she's been here. I've been looking for this girl for so many years, right? Been like whatever, 12 years of serious dating of trying to find a wife and she's right there and I just lost her. And I'm like, holy crap. She just warned me like a couple weeks ago that once she reaches that point, she can never come back. And so I'm like, uh, we got to go into damage control. So oh. that's when I come back. Which you guys, he was already thinking about closing down his dealership like two months after it opened because he was like, I could not stand being there because you were so intertwined with everything in that dealership. You guys, it was insane. Like anytime, because I was running this dealership by myself seven days a week. So I'd go in every single day and think about Ashley every single day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to literally drive me insane. So I might have to close down my dealership. But anyway, so kind of back up. We're at the 48 hour mark, which is when I reach back out to her through text. And I say, what did I say? I can't remember. Hey, you're being cold to me and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I that whole like thing. You're being really cold. <clears throat> you're being really cold. And I'm trying to like prime her a little bit so that I can open up like an avenue for communication again. Because I know, oh, I know she is shut down. I am. Mm -hmm. So I invited her to this party like an idiot because I'm like, I don't know how else to get 
in the same place with her. He's like, that's how desperate I was. I'd rather have you come to a party and have all the guys flirt with you or you yes. flirt with all the guys and watch you just so I could be like around you. I'm yes. Like, okay. It was. Creep, and creepo. if she would have been there, I probably would have made an attempt to like talk to her and stuff. Probably better that it didn't happen. I was so, not that dumb. <clears throat> no, she wasn't. <laughs> so then I start, just like she chased me for the first three, four months, I go full court, full court press because I realize I am in love with this girl. I'm absolutely in love with this girl. Mm-hmm. So I go full court press. So for a month. So he, well, he first comes back and he goes, Ash, I think I made a mistake. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what if we just like really like give it our all? Neither of us have ever been all the way in. Like, let's just give it our all. And I was like, Trav, it's going to be really hard for me to like try. I was like, I will try. And I, we tried for three weeks and I just. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I that's right. I could not. Yeah. Like, and I was patient with her because I knew like she, I just, she was being cold and I could tell. But I was like, we can write it out. She just wouldn't know. She's like, there's a point where we sat down at the table at night and you're looking at me from your table. Straight in the face. Which is our table down there right mm-hmm. now. And she just said. Well, he said, is there a chance? Be honest with me. I was crying. Yeah, he's like, is there a chance? I was blubbering. And I was like... Ashley, dry, dry well. Dry, cold. cold. Ice cold, stone cold. And it's not that I didn't feel bad, but I had already cried all these tears. Like, in the months previous, like, I was so emotionless and numb at this point Mm -hmm. that I just looked him straight in the face and I said, you need to move on. Dagger to the heart. That's when crazy kicked in. That was the moment. So that's when I was like, okay, he left and I was like, Whew, good riddance. She's like, never have to see that guy again. Little did oh, I little know. Little did she know. I was in my dealership stewing and stewing. And let me just tell you this. <clears throat> that is the moment crazy kicked in. Okay. That is the moment. Because this is what happened. I was so heartbroken. So I knew I'd been in love, right? But I never knew what true heartbreak was until that moment. When she told me to move on, and this is after we had like tried for a couple weeks, something snapped inside of me. I I literally felt heartache in my chest. My chest was like hurting and I thought I was going to have to go to the doctor. And it's like I a pulled muscle. It's weird. It's weird. Like for anyone that's experienced that, it... It's an actual physical pain. It's not just mental. My chest hurt so bad, and I knew it was a broken heart. Like, I was so brokenhearted over her. So this is what I thought, you guys. Listen to this. My whole dating career, my motto was, if they don't want to be with you, you don't want to be with them. So just move on. There's so many fish in the sea. If they don't want you, don't push it, because you can do better. I agree. That's what I thought. No, 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 no. So this is where things changed. Uh, this is He decided first... to reroute everything he'd been doing for oh the my 12 gosh. years you for guys, this situation. I had so many like concrete rules for dating and I broke every single one of them for this. I told myself in this moment, screw it. If, if it's over, I'm either winning her back or I am burning down the entire city. And there will be nothing left. Like one of the two. Like she will file a restraining like, order or... Like we're not just going to burn a bridge. We're burning down the whole town. That's one of... Yeah. Literally like restraining order or we're getting married. I don't know which one. And we're going to see how it plays out. So I literally thought, I don't care what she says and what she does. This is pretty wild. This shows how psycho I was going. The, you love crazy. <laughs> I was like, I am going to do everything in my power and I'm going to fight like hell for this girl because... That is the only way I can walk away later down the road and say, I did everything I could. Because I knew I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Mm -hmm. If I didn't try every single thing that I could, I knew I would walk away with regrets for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So that's when the crazy kicked in. So I posted on Instagram. I went and had a girls weekend. It was just like little things. And I was like, Saturdays are for the girls. (laughs) Well, five minutes later, I look at Travis's Instagram. He's, Which I got her because I knew she'd be looking. And he has posted a picture of all of him and his friends watching football. 
Saturdays are for the boys. And I was like, okay, Mr. Crazy. Because they were. Saturdays were for the boys. Had nothing to do with anything. Just except wanted the fact, to throw that out there. Except the fact that he didn't want it to be for the boys and he wanted it to be for Ashley. That's true. <laughs> and then I posted on Instagram, guys, I'm really trying to eat healthy. So RIP McDonald's, blah, blah, blah. So then what shows up at her doorstep the next morning? The next morning, you guys, I have a full healthy breakfast. Like I have an apple. I have like the Greek yogurt. I have, I can't remember what else you got me. It was like all these healthy options. And I'm just like not rude. And I, well, first of all, I saw his truck out front when he doorbell ditched. Oh, he's getting into the treats. Okay. Sorry. Oh no. You can't eat another one of those. Okay. Anyways, and so I like hid in my house because I didn't want to answer the door because I was just like, he's going to want to come in, which you would have. He's going to want to talk. He's going to want to DTR like I used to want to. Absolutely. <laughs> and so finally, like an hour later, he's like, hey, just wondering if you got uh, your door. I dropped something off. And I was like, oh, no, which I totally had already gotten it. But I was like, oh, no, let me go check. And I was like, oh, wow, thanks. Thanks so much for the breakfast. And then he goes, did you notice it wasn't Mickey D's? And I was like, oh, my gosh, he is really ringing this one out. He is trying to start a conversation. You know what makes me mad about this situation? She actually didn't see it for a couple hours, she said. And so, like, half the stuff had spoiled because it's all healthy stuff that you had yeah, to put in the fridge. That's true. That's I was annoyed by that part. Mm -hmm. But she was even more annoyed by the gesture. And you reached out to your friend. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who it was you complained to, but you were like going off about and me. Like, That's actually really sweet of him. I'm like, what? She was so mad. She was so, you are not explaining how mad you were at this I situation. I was really mad. I was just like, I was mad because not because he brought me breakfast. It's because I told him, like I set boundaries with him and he was like, just. Again, I was burning down the city. <laughs> Did not care what boundaries. He, which is red flag. <laughs> Never married. We have another kid. <laughs> Anyways, so then what else? Have, oh, business. So this is actually kind of a cool part. He uh, had me go meet up with his friend, Brad. And we lost Brad last last year in yeah. December to suicide. And we miss him a lot. So I was glad that he's part of this story. Because yeah, now, I, now I know him. Anyways, we he set me up because he was talking about Brad had done, done a business with Trav, and so he's like, go over and talk to him, and blah, blah, blah. So I was going over and talking to Brad about the business and whatever, and it was so funny. When I went to Brad's house, his brothers were, like, high-fiving him and, like, yeah, man, good job. And I was like, what is going on? I think that they thought I was on a date with him. I don't know what Brad told them. Brad, what did you tell them? Brad? And I go over there, and Travis had prepped Brad. I This was my whole master plan. I was like, dude, Brad. I've got her to come to your place. You have to tell her how heartbroken I am, how much I miss her, and how much I'm in love with her. You have to do this for me. Like, well, you're like, tell her I am devastated. Like, you need to tell her, I have never seen Travis this devastated in my life over a girl. So I get there, and Brad's like, just jumps right into the business. And then I, I was the one that was like, hey, because I hadn't talked, I had actually blocked Travis' number at this point. So I could, I don't know if he was reaching out. I'm not sure. Probably. <laughs> Good chance that I was. <laughs> so I wasn't getting anything. So I was just like, hey, how's Trav doing? He's like, honestly, the last time I talked to him, he was pretty melancholy. Melancholy. <laughs> when she told me this, I was so mad. And then I, he's like, yeah, well, what happened with you two anyways? And I was like, well, basically my son said that he loved him and freaked us out and we called things off and he was just super wishy-washy and then brad's like oh, if your son would have told me that he loved me i would have just been like i would have hugged him so tight and been like buddy i love you too just like completely throwing trev just under. totally throw it do the exact opposite <laughs> i'm like trying to use him to win her back and he's just totally throwing me under <laughs> he's like oh i'm stepping in oh my god anyways so funny um so after that i found out from this guy that I was working with with business that something had fallen through and I was devastated. So I called Trav. So Trav gets a call from me and he's like, yes, Brad pulled through. Thank you, Brad. Yeah. So yeah, this is funny. 
Ashley, during this meeting, she finds out the bad news about a big business deal that fell through. And I think Brad has converted her and has <laughs> turned her back to me. And I'm like, oh, I got to pay this kid a lot of money because he totally he executed. Did, yeah, he did what I needed. Yeah. No. She calls and... I'm bawling. I am bawling. The deal fell through. Well, of course. And, and I I'm just like, wanted... wait, wait, what? I'm like, so I'm like, wait, this isn't about me? No? No? no. Nothing about me? Okay. No. But of course, Trav burning down the city makes it about him. And by the time I get home, he's out front of my house. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> telling me this story. And I'm like, he's oh, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be right over. And I was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. He's like, no, no, I insist. I insist. And I was like, no, Trav, really don't come. She's like, telling me, no, I just show up at her door. <laughs> I pull up. His truck is already out front. I'm like, oh, no. Is that a Rise Auto license plate I see? Oh, <laughs> Great. <laughs> So anyways, he was actually really comforting, super nice that night. He was always like a good friend with business stuff. So I appreciated that. So this is months in. This is how many months in after the you need 24th to about, of July. Yeah. Recruiting the troops. Okay. I will. But first, how many months is in is this? Of you being heartbroken? Yeah. And me like I would say almost you. two months. Yeah. This is like two months. We'll call it two. Okay. During this time, I am so heartbroken again as we've mentioned many times and I'm walking around my dealer I'm pacing through my dealership and I don't know what else to do and so I reach out to my family which I usually don't like reach out to my family for this kind of stuff um and I am asking all of my family my sisters he's my going mom, through the whole story my dad I'm telling them the whole story about me and Ashley, how I totally messed it up, how I had the opportunity, how I'm in love with this girl and I don't know what to do and what do I do? And his sister gave good advice. Yeah, you're being selfish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, you sound pretty selfish. Sounds like she needs some space. And I'm like, That's I'm nice. gonna log that one away and not listen to it because like, I was burning down the city. All right, now I'm calling mom and dad. What do they want? Like, yeah. What suggestions do like, they okay, have that's that not what I want. It's like, that's not what I wanted to hear, so. Next. It's probably the best advice and it was the one I didn't want to hear. <laughs> so I moved on to the parents and I'm talking to my parents and my mom, best advice ever. <laughs> she hears this story. And remember, and I don't even want to see Trav. I don't even oh want to. Oh my gosh. To. She does not. She got pissed when I dropped her off healthy food on her doorstep. Yeah. She wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah. So at this point, my mom goes, well, Trav, I think you just need to buy a ring and get down on one knee and ask her to marry you. Could you imagine how and that And I literally said to my mom, mom, that is a terrible idea. That is probably the worst thing I could do right now. She's like, wait, what? Why? Because mom, she hates my guts. She doesn't want to talk to me. If I go propose to her, she is literally going to like, Slam the door in your face. Yeah, she is gonna take me I out back be, with a shotgun. Thing. I'd be so mad because I am genuinely a kind person. I like to pride myself on that. So I feel like I would have a hard time saying no in that situation. But then after it was over, being like, you know, we're not doing this. You know, <laughs> she I'm just not. felt disrespected and she didn't want me to keep pursuing her, and I kept doing it anyway. Yeah. So, needless to say, I felt like I didn't really get the advice that I wanted from any side of my family. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept pursuing, pursuing, pursuing. We get to this point where she needs the business advice. So we start talking that night at her place. And then what happened? And then I just said, so we started talking the business about the business. And then this is what he always did. We'd talk about the business and then he'd be like, I really want to take you on a date. Can I please take you on a date? So I said, yes, you can take me on a date. Oh, that's right. And then I bailed. Yes, that's right. Oh my gosh. And it was, was it the day of or the day before? The day of. I think it was the day of. Yeah, she bailed. Mm -hmm. And it was so like no remorse it was like what did hey, you say i just said hey trav something came up sorry i can't make it yeah i was so pissed i was like you're gonna do that to me give me that half aid answer of like and then he kept responding and i blocked his number because yeah. i just that's what i do she wouldn't do it yeah so then um trav told me that he started going out on dates and those poor girls on the dates i <laughs> if you're listening i'm so sorry but in all fairness, I did warn you. So what and would I told you say? these girls. Tell about one of the dates. 
So I told this girl, I was like, listen, I am not in the place to date. To be honest, I'm just trying to get out there and meet new people because I was in love with this girl. I'm still in love with her and I just really need to get out and like meet some new people. So I, I'm happy to hang out, but I'm not like looking to date. And wasn't she like, I'm in the same spot? Or like, yeah, I'm... she said, I'm in the same spot. Like I recently just got out of something. So that works out perfect. Let's just like go meet up somewhere and chat. So we did, but then... She starts She dissing. starts, oh my gosh, she starts talking so much crap on her ex and saying how he like kicked her out of the house and all this stuff. And then she's like... So wasn't yours the worst yeah, too? Yeah, so she's like trying to get me to like jump on that bandwagon. And I'm like, no, honestly, she's incredible. Like I'm still in love with her. <laughs> oh, I, if, oh, if she called me right now, I would take her back right now. <laughs> like I was not playing into that and oh. I never said a bad word about Ashley. I loved her. I told her how stupid I was and how I made such a huge mistake and it was pretty funny. And so it was after two weeks. He we hadn't talked for two weeks. Yeah. And I just like was missing him. Like I wasn't missing him like in a relationship status way. I was just missing my friend. Like I really like that's the thing that sucks about like getting a friendship first. It's so good in a marriage because now we're best friends. Yeah. But like when you're dating to lose a best friend, it's the worst. Yeah. So I reach out and I was just like, hey, Trev, I just like really miss chatting with you. And then I see that he's gotten it. And two hours later, he doesn't respond. And I was like, hey, never mind. Like, just forget I said that. I'm I was trying to play it so cool. I was trying to play like... I was like sitting there and I was like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Okay, I can't answer right away because that's going to seem desperate. So I'm just going to wait it out. Well, I waited too long. And I just like, never mind. Just forget I said anything. I hope you're doing well. Five, not, I barely pressed in. Bring, 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 <laughs> bring, bring. I was like, like oh. I saw it and I was like. Called me immediately. I was like, diarrhea hit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to tell her right now that I want to be, I want to see her. So I like immediately called. And I was <laughs> Like, I'm so sorry I was busy with the dealership, which was no, for you. No, for two hours I'm sitting there trying to play my cards. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, no problem. I was like, I just didn't want to like cross the line. And Trav is just, I don't know. He's like playing it cool on the phone, but he is elated. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Honestly, I didn't think the day would come. And so it was Friday or Thursday or something. And you were leaving to go to St. George yes. that weekend. yes. Okay, so this is what happens. She, she says she's missing me, and I was like, hey, I just want to come over and talk. I'm about to head out of town. I'm going to my sister's house. It's right by yours. Um, why don't I come half an hour before I have to leave, and let's just chat, and then I'm, I'll head out for the weekend. She says, fine. I get there. We start chatting. It was the weirdest thing. I still don't know what happened to this day. I don't day. know. She just had a major change of heart, like, thank you, God, and honestly, thank you, God for changing her heart because she had this major change of heart. And this is so weird. You guys, we hadn't talked for weeks, okay? None of my tactics were working. She was deflecting everything. And then all of a sudden I go over there, we talk for half an hour. And I just like jokingly was like, should I just come with you? Like, should me and Kel just come with you? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Oh, I jumped on that. And I was like- I was like, no, yeah, you really should. And she's like, wait, what? I was like, no. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. Let's go right now. And then I was like, no. And so he left to go meet his sister in Lehigh. So he like got to her house. And then I called him like 15 minutes later. And I was like, okay, I packed my bags. He's like, okay, I'm away. <laughs> so I told my sister, like, <laughs> I'll meet you guys down there. Went and picked up Ashley and Kel. And we drove down to St. George. It was the best time. It was amazing. It was exactly what we needed. Mm -hmm. It like the time down, because I got four hours to talk to her. Right, all the way down. I had not had four hours with her for like probably almost a month. Probably almost point. a month. So I got four hours down that whole weekend and four hours back. And, and I was we like, weren't sick of each other. No, and I was like, I'm gonna get all my answers that for everything that I need out of her. And like, at very least, I'll be able to like have some closure if I need it. Mm -hmm. What well, sparked everything? Sparked everything. So, so anyway, I um. By the time, like on our drive back, by the time we're we're heading back a couple days later, mm -hmm. what had changed, Ash? I want to hear it from your lips. I have a runny nose. I think she's emotional. 
<laughs> I literally have green snot falling out of my nose. So I don't think it's... It's not. She's been stuffy. <laughs> Keep going. Um, anyways, the thing that I would say changed was just seeing you in a family setting. Like, I think it's really hard to... for. It was hard for me to picture you, like evolving into like this family man because you were just a bachelor so it was nice to see you interacting with like your nieces and nephews and it was nice to see you as part of a family mm-hmm. and I think that was like oh like he came from a good family and he like has you know good standards and he's a good person and he's so good with his nieces and nephews and they loved him like they loved him so much they still love him and yeah, I think that's what it was like just seeing you in a different dynamic than like the single scene so then on the way on the drive back what did we decide that we were going to be exclusive yes for our first time in our whatever this was months, nine months. yeah nine ten month journey we decided we were finally going to be exclusive mm-hmm. so so we went on our first exclusive date and we went to this little sushi restaurant. Oh my gosh, I love this story. This still gives me chills thinking about this. And it was right by Shane Company. So you know, we were on the corner of, you know. You know where they're at. 7200. And what, and what days they're open. State. You know their hours. <laughs> we all have a friend. Don't say you're lonely. We know. They're closed Sundays. We know. So we go in and we're like, let's use fake names. Well, okay, wait. Wait, wait, sorry. wait, no, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. <laughs> You're jumping away. I'm jumping. Okay, so let me get this part then. Okay. So first of all, this is a whirlwind. I'm like, I don't know how this happened, but it worked, right? Like my strategy of like burn it to the ground or win, apparently I won. So this is my thought, or this is my advice to any of you out there. Persistence pays off. I hate to say it. And I love to say it. So we go on our first actual date to go get sushi and we have this sushi and we just have the best time. Like we're just thoroughly enjoying. Um, <laughs> sorry, Ashley's showing me some funny stuff. Okay, so anyway, we're thoroughly enjoying this meal, having the best time. And um, we're pulling out of the sushi place. Okay, and mind you, this is like days prior, Ashley wasn't even talking to me. Mm-hmm. Then we go on this date and we're pulling out of the sushi parking lot and Ashley looks over and she goes, oh look, Shane Company, we should go look at rings. And in my head, I'm thinking, what? And instead of saying that, I tell myself, I tell myself, shut up, you old bag. And he slams the brakes, does a turn. He's like, okay. And I literally just go, all right. And we drive straight over to it as fast as I can before she can change her mind. And we get to the parking lot. And he's like, we're using fake names. Yeah, she's like, let's use fake names. I'm like, so, done. So I walk in. What's your name? Ashley. <laughs> she's the worst liar. Worst actress. <laughs> Ashley. I'm like, okay, well, I'm Travis, I guess. So here we go. They're like, who, who told you to come in? I'd been hearing Pandora commercials with Rorden, the sun. I was like, oh, Rorden told me to come in. <laughs> Rorden? Oh my gosh, the sales the guy, guy. He's like 80 years yeah, old. He just, was oh. so stoked. Everyone usually says, what's the guy's name? I don't know. Mr. Shane. Yeah. But he's like, Rorden? Oh, nobody knows who Rorden is. That's amazing. And I was so like, we got quick on his good side. Give me the family discount. Yeah. So anyway, we go, we go in and look at rings just Tom for fun. Sh- Tom Shane. Tom Shane. <laughs> so we go and look at rings and it's like incredible. I'm like, I'm looking at rings with the woman that I am in love with and not even a week ago. Like she wasn't even t- talking to me a week ago. Okay, but this is the thing that you have to know. I was just going in because I'm a girl and I just like like looking at pretty shiny diamonds. He was going yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Emotionally like. She's full of shiz. I'll I was right not. Now. Let me bleep this out. She's full of shiz. No. I hope I can find that. You're at one. 104, okay. So anyway, um, I think she won't admit it, but I still think there was a little bit of a motive there. So we so. walk out and we do like the most spark flying kiss. Holy cow, guys. It was movie quality, like movie People style. are tuning out to this at this point. They're like, do you think so? They're like... They're not liking this. 
<laughs> well, whatever. It's our story. We got to finish it. So anyway, we have this incredible kiss. I tell her that I loved her. Mm-hmm. It was and the I first just time. Like, first time I'd ever said I love you. And to I just her. said thank you. She said thank you. And I wasn't going to push it because I was like, I'm already pushing my luck as it is. Mm-hmm. Were you kind of still walking on eggshells? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And But I was also on cloud nine. It's amazing. So we hop in the car, driving home. And we go to drop go to drop her off. And, and I was then, like, hey, I want to show you my dream house. Oh, yeah. And you're like, okay, show me. And then we drive by and he's like, this is literally my dream house. Literally exactly what I've always wanted. Like wraparound porch, like, a, you know, good big size yard, mm-hmm. like a rambler. Like he's, It's just like a very specific style that not many people I feel like would be into. And that's when I said, I love you back. Yeah. So it did come. It just had to wait okay, an hour. An hour. Yeah. So anyway, that's our story. I'm sorry story. if that was a bore bore. Man, that was a long one. We just wanted to give you a little bit of background into uh, who we are, how how we came to be. Because we do have people that ask us our story. All the time. All the time. So just we like, can just now refer them. Yeah, it was not a glamorous, like... Fairy tale. Fairy tale at all. It was very wish-washy. It was very up and down. And honestly, I'm There's so two broken people it. that were trying to make it work. Yep, absolutely in love with this girl, so I love you. wouldn't have it any other way. We'll tell you about the time we eloped another time. Yeah, the elopement was good. Um, so anyway. That's it. Do Let's we want to, do we have any weekly cancel for this one? The weekly cancel is don't play games when you're dating. Don't go breaking my heart. I won't go breaking your heart. Oh, don't go breaking my heart. I wouldn't if I tried. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. On that note. <laughs> Catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.